0: Welcome back, everybody, to what we call Lively Extra. It's an extra bonus online edition when 30 minutes is just not enough. And boy, this week, it was not enough. We were talking about uh, COVID rates back and forth. Rob, I gave you the last word, but Ed, you wanted to jump back
1: in. So, Ed, is Ed with us? Yeah, I'm with I'm I'm here. All right. Go ahead, Ed. The the, uh, stage is yours. I mean, uh, Rob's entitled to his his opinions, but not to mine. Um, I never said it was the same thing as flu. I said flu is, uh, two years ago, filled up our hospitals. And we had a crisis then. So we do have a crisis at this time of year with these kind of problems. Eva, jump in. The one thing that I can agree with both, both
2: gentlemen, with is that is it's individual responsibility as well. We need to wear masks. We need to social distance. We we need to not, uh, you know, not have our twenty two people go to uh, somebody's house and sit around. Uh, You know drinking and kissing and hugging like it's every like it's like it's regular Okay, so I think we can agree on those basics that individual responsibility is important I think where we differ is how it's managed and I know for me I'm not happy with the way it's been managed in that. I think it's been broad strokes and and a lot of talking at people rather than the targeted focus on where the real problem is. I want the kids back in school. I have a daughter who's a school social worker, uh, not in Rhode Island in Massachusetts, but she said kids are, she works with the most difficult, um, population and she is just, she's a, she's a rock star. And she tells me, mom, people, kids, families are in such stress, uh, because they're trying to manage everything. You know, you've got people that are working from home as well as people that are, um, Going, you know, trying to trying to teach kids and and listen. Not everybody learns that way. Um, I was listening to the radio yesterday, Hummel, and um, I think one thing was really interesting. There was a woman that called in, and she had all these ideas. Well, we'll put the younger teachers in school, and we'll. Um, and we'll have the older teachers work from home and then we can mentor back and forth. I mean, there's so many creative things that we could be doing that we're not. Um, you know, like I said, it's all talked about, you know, how much is, how much is the airflow system in, an, in a school or what have you? Listen, um, I know I would have rather have my kids in school wearing winter jackets and hats than being at home and sitting at home in front of a computer. Kids need to socialize. They need to be out there. Um, and, you know, like I said, I'm not, i'm not saying that it's not a pandemic but you know we we've lived through things like this before
0: Rob, the uh, you know I've had a lot of people say, "Look at what Florida did. they pretty much opened things up, and the and the numbers are not that much different." I realize Rhode Island's kind of a strange beast of its own, just given that we're so small. But I wonder when you look at other states and what they're doing. And you would say there is a national surge going on. But what about when you look at Florida and their rates don't seem to be that much higher, and they've pretty much let everything open up.
3: It is it is quite well taken but it, florida is coming back up in in a fairly strong way and just so i'm clear about that i agree with with both 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 my my good friend Ed, by the way um and you should read his book by the way um
1: <laughs>
3: thank you i'm hoping the moment especially especially since we you know especially since we don't have a president right now um <laughs> Uh, and not for the next month or so, who, whoever believed in binding up our nation's wounds, we should look at a president in the second inaugural who did say that. Um, but I agree the schools should be open. Um, I, I think it, it is a matter. And, and to give the governor her due, she's pushed to keep the schools open. The resistance isn't from her. And they would, they would be even more closed if it wasn't for her leadership on that. Right. Um, and I do think when you look at each state, um, it's kind of hard to know what the right thing to do is I think Florida is a very tricky thing and the numbers in Florida If you saw the raid last week on the person who was given the right numbers and was fired I think are, are I don't think they're suspect everywhere I think I think whatever numbers we're getting out of Florida. You got to take a look You got to take with a great assault just because of that And I'm not one who believes that in any other state But if you just look at that specific situation, but I don't think I, I think the point that that I would agree with everyone is there's not easy answers but it does. But it does require consistent public health messaging. I do agree that probably by now people are tired. It's not the governor's fault. People are tired of listening to her. I, I think it might be helpful to, to get some other voices. Um, and, you know, advertising isn't the answer to everything. But if you got more bipartisan voices, if you got if you got celebrity voices, um. To do commercials to do psas even if she brought some of the briefings if you had even sports celebrities and said say here's what you got to do because i think people no matter who you are after a while people don't want to listen to you tell, tell them what to do anymore well, even if that's your job so I, I think some more creative messaging on this where, where we're all singing off the same song sheet from some fr- from some new voices would, would at the margins i'm not saying it'll solve everything will help The good news is we do have the vaccine coming, but it's it's a ways off, you know, in terms of
2: I'm sorry, but Lieutenant Governor McKee is trying to do that. You know, he says, listen, let's go to, if we know that it's congregate living, this is the issue. Let's go to the communities that live that way. Let, and let's find the leaders in those communities to speak out. So I agree with Rob, but you have to find people they trust, right? It's credibility, credibility, credibility. Yes. Yes. If you you find people they trust. So, you know, when, when people hear it from the pulpit in their church, when they hear it from their community leaders, they hear it. From from their local state rep, which we know people love their, they hate the legislature, but they love their state rep. So, you know, if you look at people that they trust and go out there in the community and have them be the the the, um, the mouthpiece for it, I, I think yeah, you, you, you do we better. We need to
1: stop destroying the economy and we need to stop hurting children. I mean, yep. that's the bottom line. We're not, what we're doing is not effective and all it's doing is killing the patient rather than curing the patient.
0: Yeah, and Rob, I wish, I wish you were consulting with the governor now, because look, you see it on the TV, we sit there. She did what, exactly what you said. She brought in three doctors, and Dr. Laura Foreman from Kent County, who was just powerful a couple of weeks ago, but she made them wait 40 minutes, almost 50 minutes while they went through the same, wash your hands, mask, whatever. So I think it's like listening to your, your parents. If you were the political strategist, maybe you could tell her, keep it the 20 minutes. You know, and let's not drone on i mean because isn't that a problem with messaging? you deal with candidates with this all the time It's also just <laughs> a problem
3: with with um i agree that's a problem with messaging, but it's also that everyone's not going to tune into her uh her afternoon mm-hmm. thing or even watch it I, at some point you also have to come out with other venues and come and and i i i take i know it's a tight budget i take i take a chunk of a chunk of change and 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 do good kinds, of, because it, it, it's been shown to be effective, good kinds of public health messaging from, and, and Eva's points while well thinking, from, from credible voices and from new voices. And, and I just think that's still the key here. And and, and what we did over the summer did kind of work. I'm, it, was, it was a blunt instrument. So I, I agree, agree with everything Ed's Ed saying about, about that, but it was a blunt instrument. So it's not that that can't work, it's just that the costs are very, very high. Right. We don't want to go back in that movie of shutdown That means it's up to each of us. And I do think um, that that's some new and different messaging. The same message, but new and different messengers, at least at
0: the margins, will be helpful. Um, All right, 30 seconds each, Eva and then Ed. Eva, you got 30 seconds, counselor. Keep it to 30 seconds. Well, you know, I always have a
2: kudo and my kudo is I'd like to thank everybody that reaches out this time of year and supports the nonprofits. I run close to kids Rhode Island, Jim runs Hummel Report. If people have it in them and they're still able to do it, nonprofits really are suffering right now during this pandemic. And also we just have uh we just work on really lean budgets. So thank you to everyone who's who's giving it during this holiday season. And hey,
1: you get uh thirty seconds, sir. Yeah, my outrage of the week was this governor still refusing to release public information about public health, which is the cycle threshold results in these tests they're giving. Um, that The public needs that information to better understand this pandemic. Their whole life is being changed by this, and they need this information, and the governor refuses.
0: Rob, you know, I don't want to short you. 30 seconds, do you have an outrage or a kudo? We don't want to include you, too.
3: a. It's a, it's a combination, but I'll do it real fast. My, my, and, it, it, and it's all about the, to give another plug for Ed's book, it's all about the president who doesn't wind up, bind up our nation's wounds as opposed to the president that did in 1865 or 64, um, Abraham Lincoln. Um, the, the kudos to, is to Senator Mitt Romney, because um, he's the only one who's, one well, the only Republicans talking straight and saying that, that what Trump's doing here is subverting democracy, because he's overturning the electors. Um, the outrage is to all the Republicans along for this bumpy, weird ride.
0: All right, folks, thank you again. Even the lively extra is not enough. We can't get enough in every week. So Eva and Ed and Rob, thank you for a spirited discussion, folks. We'll see you back here next week as Lively continues.